Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, the podcast. Hi, and welcome to the second part of Who is Kate Howard? Last week, we talked about when Kate arrived in Port Charles through 2010. Today, we're going to cover from 2011 to 2018. So thanks for joining us and enjoy. All right, so in 2011, what sources did you use, Miss Shannon? Hold on. I used, I already mentioned earlier that I used YouTube and I also used generalhospitalfandom.com, wikipedia.com, and... Oh, she's throwing in a different one than I did. Oh, that might have been it. Soaps. Wait. Oh, yeah. Soaps. soaps Soaps.fandom.com. Got it. Yes. But, well, I just wanted to look up something real quick and I couldn't find it. Okay, cool. So... Because she left for a tiny bit at the end of 2010, or like in 2010. Mm-hmm. That was whenever they said she was going to Manhattan or whatever. Yeah. And then in 2011, after almost a year off screen, mm-hmm. Kate comes back and she was portrayed by Kelly Sullivan. Yep. And I watched that today on YouTube, the very first glimpse that we get of the recast Kate and do you did know, they say this no now be <gasps> they didn't oh. but do you know what they did do what she was riding up the elevator on her cell phone saying I don't think you understand who you're talking to this is Kate Howard founder and publisher uh, founder and see. publisher of okay. Crimson that is in context mm-hmm. her still doing something yep but it tells us who she is yep within five seconds. That's what we would We like. knew who the heck she was. That's what we would like you to continue to do, please, General Hospital writers, because Valerie was just not not where she should have been, or Nina. Yeah. And 
Then she walked into her office and Spinelli was passed out. Oh, Spinelli. I don't know why he was passed out, but Spinelli. And Lulu was there when she was played by Julie Berman. And Maxie wasn't at work. And she was covering her for some reason that day. But it was really cool to watch Julie Berman as Lulu because she, I yeah, just love her. Like her. Yes. She just had that edge about her where Mm -hmm. she was like a no-nonsense but so sweet. Yes. You know, so anyway, we will do a whole thing on Lulu sometime too. So, so Kate comes back to Port Charles and resumes her role at Crimson. Since returning, she had been helping Sonny come to terms with his childhood abuse from his father. And they went back to Bensonhurst and they spent Christmas together. And if you watch some of these past episodes on YouTube and everything, you can really see like he's having a complete breakdown. Like he's fighting with a little kid in the closet. Mm-hmm. I and it's supposed that. to be like it's him yes. yelling at himself and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So she's helping him through all of that. I forgot about this. She had a relationship with Coleman. Yes. And oh my God. Yeah. I <laughs> Sorry. loved Coleman. I loved Coleman too. He was because so, he was the original owner of the floating rib, right? Yeah. 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 So she came back, so I guess in the summer of 2011, Sonny's ex-wife, Brenda Barrett, had left him. He almost had a mental breakdown, but Kate was there to help him. Then they start talking again about, you know, his past and everything. Having already ended her relationship with Coleman months before, Kate and Sonny begin to flirt, and they soon get back together. Mm, because told you that it wasn't really over, even though they agreed it was over. It's not ever over. Kate actually admits to Sonny that when she is leaving town, she's not going to business meetings, but she's going to see a psychiatrist. Okay. And it's later revealed that during a run-in with Jax, he had signed over his shares and rights to the Metro Court to her, making her Carly's partner. Mm, and that's that's interesting. Uh-huh. And then after an argument with Sonny, it is revealed that Kate has possession of her bloody wedding dress oh, from I when she was that. shot, locked away in an oak chest, and Kate continues to get dropped phone calls and mysterious calls from an unknown caller. So the reason that she was going to see this doctor, and it wound up being Dr. Keenan, mm-hmm, Ewan Keenan, mm-hmm. who we had talked about during the Webbers, because he and Elizabeth had a thing. Yes. I think. Yeah. Okay. She kept having blackouts. And so he had diagnosed her with dissociative identity disorder. Connie is the perceived alternate personality of Kate Howard. Mm-hmm. So she keeps like going in and out of consciousness and all that stuff. See, here's the thing. Wikipedia and fandom have two totally separate things Ah, on this part. Exciting. Not two totally, but after she's getting all these phone calls and everything, there's an event at the Metro court Mm -hmm. and there is. So Johnny Zakara finds out that Anthony Zakara is not his dad, but his grandfather Because I think that's when he found out that Claudia was his mother and not his sister. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And Claudia was Sonny's ex-wife by this point, right? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. We need a tree. (laughs) So Anthony promises to make Sonny pay for destroying his family. And in the parking garage, a hitman shoots at Dante, but Sonny interferes and gets shot himself. And upon finding out that Sonny has been shot, Kate rushed to the garage and began to zone out of reality again. But then she visited Sonny in the hospital. She left his side after he wanted to take revenge again, ending their relationship. Then she goes back to the dock in her bloody wedding gown and is unsure why she's there. And she continues to act very despondent and had difficulty recalling the events of the night. And then she confesses to Dr. Keenan 
that she has been finding random pieces of paper with names and phone numbers on all of them following her blackouts. So after she splits with Sunny, the two reconnect (laughs) on her desk. Okay. (laughs) We're just gonna. Gee, what's that mean, Miss Shannon? (laughs) They reconnected. She continues to insist that she is not Connie, but Kate. I think they should have called her like, Crazy Connie or Evil Connie, like they did with Luke. Remember that? Yes, Evil Luke. Luke. So you should have Connie and Crazy Connie because Connie really was her name. Yes. In addition to Kate. Yes. However, once Sunny leaves, she continues to smell her old perfume and she shows up at Johnny Zakara's, insisting that she is Connie and that Kate is the one with the problem. Got it. As Connie hatches her plan to use Johnny as a ploy to get Kate away from Sunny. Kate continues to struggle with her memories fading in and out. So I watched this on YouTube too. You have to watch these. They're so good. So Johnny then goes to visit Kate at Crimson a couple days later. And she has no idea that she ever went to see him. What the heck they're talking about. He's like, you asked me to help you relieve Kate. Yeah. And so he like slams her up against the wall. And at first I'm like, dude, like that is not cool. Yeah. It it still isn't at all. But then you see her snap between Kate and Connie. Mm. And so it's like, he's able to trigger her to come out. I hate that phrase trigger because they killed that phrase, but that's actually the true main definition of the word is that he has triggered her out. And the interesting thing is when Kelly Sullivan was taking over the role of Kate, she had no idea about the split personality thing. Mm. She had no idea that Kate used to be Connie, anything. She had no idea. She had never watched it. Oh, my gosh. And she didn't know until after she was already filming. Wow. I think she killed it. She did. She did. Because she, she was really, really, really good. good at playing the hoity-toity yeah. businesswoman and the girl from Bensonhurst. Crazy the Connie. Bad girl from the streets. So then they start to work on their plan on the desk. Got it. And <laughs> Kate wakes up. Kate oh. comes out and freaks out. And that's when Johnny sees, shoot, yeah. like, this is a legit thing. Right. You know, I really don't think that he thought it was real. I thought that he thought yeah, she was she just was playing just him. Playing, yeah. But then I think that he, so then Kate continues to be forced between herself and Connie, sometimes losing control for hours. She's seeing Dr. Ewan as her official therapist. He suggests hypnotizing her into finding out why Connie was created. And as it emerges, it is revealed that she was created to protect Kate from Sonny's hold and that he had almost gotten them once killed. And it's on the verge of half and he's on the verge of having it happen again. So she confesses to planting a gun in Kate's office. Connie Mm -hmm. plants a gun in Kate's office in order to send Sonny to jail for murdering Cole and Hope. Ah, right. Which was our crossover from One Life to Live. So. I miss all the other soaps. They should bring those back so that we can cross over more. Yeah. It would be so much fun. I know it would take up so many hours of our time, but it would be so much more fun to be able to play with all the other characters and go to Landview and. Yeah. Yeah. We need that. So I forgot to mention also while she was having the ins and outs and everything, Sunny did walk in on her and Johnny making out one time. Mm-hmm. So and then he didn't care for them. He did not. <laughs> and I do believe it was his birthday. Aww. Because yeah, I do believe Poor it was Sunny. his birthday. So then Ewan started to have sessions where he was forcing Connie to emerge and she was very aggressive and hit on him and Stephen Lars. Mm-hmm. 
And after having an intervention as Connie with Jason, Ewan recommends Kate needs to go to the mental institute. But the court released that Kate, the court has released Kate because her DID in the murder case of Cole and Hope, because it wasn't her, mm-hmm. it was Kate. Right. Connie resurfaces and sets up paperwork for her blackmailed marriage to Johnny. See, and that's where, here's the thing, guys. I'm going back and forth between two because we're like, but when did they get married? So she had voluntarily committed herself to the mental institute to gain control again. But Sonny was actually found guilty in that trial of killing Cole and Hope. And they are interrupted again by Max and Olivia. And Olivia attacked Kate for changing her name and alternating her past. And cracking under Olivia's pressure, Kate runs off and has a confrontation with Connie. Remember, this was in the mirror. Yes. She's yelling at herself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. That was and good. At, and results in Connie once again being unleashed. So then Kate, Connie, as Kate. So Connie was pretending to be Kate. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry. I do have the good stuff, <laughs> but I'm also about, but, but here's the thing. If I only stuck to reading the fandom, we wouldn't know this stuff because right. it only just jumped. But so I'm going back to Wikipedia. So part of me is like out of order. Sorry. Connie as Kate then decides to throw Sonny a birthday party mixed with a party for him being found not guilty on charges of murder at the party. Connie destroys his birthday key cake and then sleeps with Johnny mm-hmm. after Sonny catches quote unquote Kate. With Johnny, he breaks off the relationship with Kate. Then he breaks off the relationship with Kate then returning. Ah. So Connie abandoned her when Sunny broke up with her. Yep. She agrees to Dr. Keenan's terms of turning herself into the psych ward, I guess, again. Connie reemerges, bashing Ewan over the head. Mm. Connie then decides to leave Port Charles, but not before getting into a physical altercation with Carly, who discovers a paper labeling Kate with DID. At the airport, Kate attempts to escape with no avail, When her plane is about to board, she runs into Jason, who stops her from getting on. Mm -hmm. Jason rattles Connie. Kate reemerges, only to be contained by PCPD for attacking Dr. Ewan. Jason helps arrange a meeting between Sunny and Kate, in which she admits that she has multiple personality, and that has caused a rift between them. Oh, really? Just a rift? A a rift. (laughs) Hopping back over real quick just to see. Mm -mm -mm. Okay. So then, we're going to stick with Wikipedia right now. During her time in the psych hospital, Kate relives a very painful memory concerning her teens. And I think this is what you're talking about, that the age is going to change. Okay. She relives painful memories of being raped by Joseph Scully Jr., which resulted in a pregnancy. And she admits that that while Sonny left because of the pregnancy and for the... She admits that while left... Is that supposed to be she admits that she left Sonny because of the pregnancy and for fear of what Sonny could have done if he ever knew? I would assume that that's what it's trying to say. I think so, too. I understand it's Wikipedia, but guys, yeah, sometimes Grammarly is a free thing that you can get an extension on your typing it up thing before you copy and paste. Sometimes it actually works just in something like it checks my Gmail for me. It's awesome. Anyway, she confesses that after having her son, she left him in a drawer of her boarding school and then legally changed her name to Kate Howard to escape the painful past. I watched this one on YouTube also Okay, because, and I didn't realize what I was watching. Until it happened. Trey, I guess, because this is when Trey and Christina were dating. Uh-huh. And Sonny and Kate were trying to keep Kate away from Trey because Trey was bad news. Mm-hmm. And Well, they thought Trey was bad news. And she saw this, like, medallion. Okay. He came to the door and she saw this medallion on his chest. And she's like, where did you get that? And he's like, 
I have one and my dad has one and she's, and she tore it off him and read the initials and it was JMS, Joseph Mitchell Scully. Yep. And she's like, is your dad Joseph Mitchell Scully Jr.? And he's like, yeah, you know, I go by, he was a DJ or something like that. And so his name was blah, 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 you know, because he had a separate name for mm-hmm. his performance, but he's, can have but he's known as Trey Mitchell. And then he goes on and on about the fact that, you know, he loves his dad. His dad raised him as a single dad that blah, 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 blah. His mom just abandoned them. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, how old are you? And he says 25. And then she goes, I think I'm your mom. And that's how she finds out that she had Trey. And then she tells him this. And then he's like, my dad doesn't rape people, but she could visually see the medallion because he was wearing it while he was raping her. So that's why the medallion got her that memory. Then she finds out that that was where the age came in. That's where the interrupt was. She was approximately 40 years old, born 1972, when she showed up. Later, it was moved to 1969 because of Trey coming in in 2012, that was. Okay. 25, you just said? Yeah. Okay. So there you go. So there we go. Okay. So that would explain why I didn't do math, because (laughs) I didn't realize that. Yeah. yeah. It was him, him showing up and saying how old he was that made her age wrong. Gotcha. Well, that happens a lot. Yeah. Okay, it just goes on to say that Connie reveal, reveals herself to the general public during her failed wedding, wedding to Sonny in October 2012. But here's the thing that they are missing in all of this is that Cole and Hope were killed because Johnny Zakara had, or Anthony Zakara killed them thinking they were someone else, right? Or something like that. They had it, a it was something somewhere. like that. Yeah. But so, or was it like Anthony, or did Sonny rig the car or something like that. I forget. I forget. But Kate finds out that Johnny knew who Connie found out, finds out that Johnny knew who actually killed Cole and Hope. Mm-hmm. And I guess he could have been, I didn't look into it because We're trying it's to not Johnny Kate. hour. We'll talk about him another time. Oh, yes. I didn't realize there was so much about Kate. <laughs> so she and Johnny, Connie and Johnny get married <laughs> to so she doesn't have to right but in the meantime i guess sunny had proposed to her again so then they're at the altar and connie comes out because he thinks he's marrying kate but then connie unveils herself and reveals that she's married to johnny as a blackmail situation to keep johnny's secret over killing cole and hope a confession connie took connie took credit for it yeah um but then she continued to blackmail johnny and todd i don't know why we're blackmailing todd oh todd lansing never mind not todd manning not todd manning Mm mm-hmm but that would have been Todd Manning's grandchildren, right. so or grandchildren and son-in-law. So, whew. Um, <laughs> maybe that's why we don't have crossovers anymore. <laughs> well, they couldn't change. Well, they did change, but they, yeah, yeah. We're not going to get into that right now. <laughs> but she came across. Do you remember when she did this? She took the manuscript written by Molly Lansing and changed it around and sold it to Todd's publisher. Yes, right. Yes, I do. Yep. Remember oh no, wait! It wasn't Todd Lansing. It is Todd Manning because publisher. It's Trevor Lansing. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there it is go. Todd Manning. Todd Manning. Okay. Yeah, I don't you. know why we're blackmailing Todd Manning though. But so she mailed it to Todd, or she sold it to Todd's publishers. Apparently, she kidnaps Johnny and then traps him in the back of her car. And then on New Year's Eve, Trey and Christina get suspicious and follow Connie's car through the fog, trying to get away from the car. Connie accidentally hits Ellie Trout. And then collides with another car. But this is Connie. But then Kate gets all upset. I remember that. Because Kate was like, I hit it, girl. So then 
All right, let's see if I'm missing anything on fandom. I don't think so. Everyone besides Trey and Ellie leave the scene on their own power. Well, no kidding. She was hit by a car. Okay. So then in early 2013, Connie deals with the guilt she feels after causing the accident that left Trey brain dead. Because mm. that's her son. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. She initially resists to take is resistant to take Trey off life support because something they failed to mention here in the meantime, didn't Joseph Scully get killed? Yes. Okay, so they never mentioned that. Right. In either one of ours, right? Okay, so mm -hmm. that is why she had the rights to take him off of life support. But Sunny is able to convince her that it's the right thing to do. Connie reveals that she wanted to get to know her son, and Sunny is surprised and amazed that Connie is developing a compassionate side. They both start to develop feelings for each other and sleep together on Valentine's Day. I'm guessing there was no desk involved. Right. That night, Connie tells Sunny for the first time in her life she was truly happy. Then Kate reemerges and is shocked to find Sunny in bed with Connie. Whew. Sunny and Olivia tell her everything that she's missed in the five months Connie was in control. And on March 8th, Connie is revealed to have control again and vows revenge against Sunny for sleeping with Kate. Man, when you talk about self-deprecating, self <laughs> I mean, dang. So Connie books goes to the book launch at the floating rim. I forget what the name of that book was, where she eventually tells the crowd that Molly is actually the author. Sunny catches up with her, though, and convinces Connie to check back into Shady Brook. On April 16th, Kate returns to Sunny and says that she is integrated and will go by Connie, but she can't be in love with him. But she can't be with him. Okay. Soon afterwards, Connie decides to return to Crimson and focus on her work again. While fully integrated, she convinces Maxie that she can have her old job back. She then begins to get closer with Olivia and reveals that she is still in love with Sunny. In June 2013, Olivia is accidentally shot by an unknown assailant who was targeting Franco because during this time, Franco has come back as Roger Howarth because this is when they had to get rid of Todd Manning for no apparent reason. Mm -hmm. Well, not for no apparent reason, but right. yeah. While fearing for her cousin's life, Connie confesses her lingering feelings for Sonny, but fears he may have feelings for Olivia instead. In July, Olivia begins staying with Sonny to recuperate, and Connie decides to get Sonny back before she loses him to Olivia. Connie then goes to Sonny's house and tells him she wants to be with him. Olivia promptly decides to move out of Sonny's house so he and Connie can rekindle their relationship. And then in August 2013, in order to save her newspaper, because apparently we no longer have the magazine? Guess not. Okay. It does talk about um, Todd owning. I was flipping through to see why she would okay. be blackmailing him. Yeah. And he took over. Remember, he ran the Sun newspaper yeah. and whatever. So he took over the magazine in Port Charles. Okay. And so it, Lucy was actually his assistant for a while. Forgot that. Yeah. Okay. So, but I still don't see. This was whenever it was still going all over the place because it's also talking about Blair, which was on. One Life to Live. Right. And she was never on General Hospital. I, yeah, I don't I think she had her. one episode where she... Anyway. Yeah. So I don't see... It doesn't tell me what he did mm -hmm. that would give Connie information to hold over his head. Okay. But that would make sense of your whole how it's switching around because he's in charge now. Okay. So in order to save her newspaper... Connie publishes a story about Kiki Jerome not being Franco's daughter after promising Sonny that she wouldn't. Connie overhears Olivia admitting her feelings for Sonny, and Connie overhears her boss, Derek Wells, who is now Julian Jerome, but we didn't know that at the time, talking on the phone and referring to himself as Julian. On August 27th, 2013, Sonny finds Connie shot in her office. 
Before she dies, she writes in blood the letters AJ. And on February 25th, it is revealed, so February 25th, 2014, it is revealed that she was shot and killed by Ava Jerome after it was revealed that Connie found out about Derek Wells being Julian Jerome and finding out about Ava's connection with him. So that was the end of Connie until January 18th, 2018, or January 2018, according to MichaelFairmanTV.com. Okay. Megan Ward yes, revived is- Connie Falconeri, a.k.a. Kate Howard. She appeared in the art gallery as Ava was having an amnesia. In- amnesia? No, anesthesia nightmare. Oh. Holy cow. Whew. Ava was having an anesthesia nightmare, and none other than bloody dress Connie Falconeri, a.k.a. Kate Howard, appeared in the art gallery scenes to confront the woman who shot and killed her. However, it was the original Connie who took on the role in a special standalone episode, Megan Ward. And that was, that was it for Connie and Kate. So that was a lot. And just a couple things that we did not talk about. Kate Howard took her name from Henry VIII's wife, Catherine Howard. Ah, yes. Mm -hmm. Because she wanted it to sound regal and sound like she came from stuff. Other than that, I really think that we, I think we really covered everything. That she was, was a, good, a lot. She was a good, I told you you had all the good stuff. I, know I don't think I had all, all the good stuff, but, but I think that I just had like, like a out. lot of crazy. Uh, right. My, the years that I were covering were building all of this up. Yeah. And then whenever you got her, she just exploded yes. with all of her cray. But it was, it was so good. And I really did like how well she portrayed playing Johnny and then playing Sonny mm-hmm. and then back and forth. Like that was, you totally believed it when it was being shown. It wasn't right. like, oh, she's just, I mean, I know she was acting, but it didn't seem like she was right. just acting. It was just, it was a really, oh, and then it says Kate Howard's real name, Connie Falconeri, may be referenced to the Godfather's Connie Corleone, who is the sister of Michael Corleone and Sonny Corleone whose names are reminiscent of Sonny Corinthos. So, yep, there we go. I liked her. I like. I wish we would have kept her around instead of Olivia. Yeah. I like. But I feel like she had to die. I feel like that was a really. Right. I mean, I guess she couldn't keep she up had with a all this drama all the time. Because what I would it be it. if she was just integrated? And then that's yeah, it. Yeah, that'd be boring. I, don't I mean, I hate to say that, but. <laughs> it's General Hospital. We're allowed to say we do not mean real people in real world no. at this point. We'll be very clear on that. But in soap opera land, yes, split personalities are the best. Well, and I don't think it always works though. This one, right? Some totally people can't play worked. it, and sometimes the way they write it just doesn't. Right. It's it's too far fetched, which I don't know what it's like to have split personalities. Some people may say I have split personalities, but I don't know what it would be like to have that. But it feels like it would cross over a little bit more in your everyday life. I would assume. So the way that she played it, you could see how there was always a little bit of Connie and Kate and a little bit of Kate and Connie. Right. Yeah. So you could see where the thread was. Yes. Yep. I did like both actresses. And I will agree that when Kate first came back, I was like, "Uh uh-uh. Yeah. But I can't see Megan Ward do it. True. Not fair because we didn't get to see See that side of her. But no, in the beginning, I did not like new Kate. She killed it once, like, they got into all the good stuff. Yeah. And it's really crazy considering you just said she didn't even know she was going to have to play all that right. stuff. But she had those no first couple weeks. Clue. I hope that's how I feel about the new Nina. Those first couple weeks, I was like, eh, I'm not feeling you. And then it was yeah. like, oh, okay, yep, you can be Kate. Yeah. So I hope the new Nina does the same thing. 
Yeah. So Kelly Sullivan said to on air on soaps that she was not hesitant taking over the role following Ward's departure. She said she wasn't worried because she didn't know a lot about Megan and Kate's story and ignorance is always bliss. Explaining, obviously, when I first started, I was very much introduced to soap opera fans and all the Megan fans. You can't win them all, but that's okay. Megan did an incredible job and is such a great actress. She really set the bar high. And Sullivan also admitted that she did not know about the split personality storyline. When I first came to audition, I was not aware of the split personality. But I remember shortly after I started filming, maybe a couple weeks into it, Mm. Garen Wolf was there and I had a meeting with him. And that is when he told me about the split personalities. But he explained it to me in a very cool way. And he was really excited and passionate, which gave me more excitement for it. And could you imagine being that writer, though? I'm like, oh, no, 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 this is so what you're going to do. <laughs> like, you're going to be crazy right now. And then, like, Johnny's got to slam you up against the wall. And you have to maintain composure until suddenly. Yes. And then, like, she starts taking down her hair, like, whipping bobby pins all over the place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she played crazy good. She did. And it wasn't, she wasn't necessarily crazy. She was just a completely different personality, right. you right. know? And that's the thing is that it wasn't like, <sighs> who has gone crazy? Brenda. Brenda went legit crazy, didn't yeah. she? Yeah. Did Brenda go legit crazy? She was scared of going legit crazy because of her mom. Did Connie or Carly go legit crazy? Carly did because that was the whole holding the baby, holding the pillow and thinking it was your baby. Yeah. That Nell was reenacting. Yes. Yes. So, yes, she actually, like, totally lost touch with reality. This was just a completely different Different person. person. Right. Right. Now, she could be a totally different character and she'd she'd be like Ava. Yeah. Ish. No. No. She'd be more Olivia. Without the rape, she would have been Olivia. I guess. But she wouldn't have become Connie if she had not been raped. She right. would not have become Kate had Connie not been raped. Right. And Connie would not have become as harsh and nasty. Right. If. Right. And that explained why she didn't like the kids, too. Ooh, I never connected that. Yeah. Ooh. See, because I don't think that she didn't like her kid. I think she just didn't, obviously, did not like how it came about. But I think she just blocked that whole motherly instinct out. Mm, okay, I can see that. So she wouldn't let herself get close to any other kids because, because then, then she'd have to remember that she gave up her own son. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> good job. Thanks. All right. So I think we more than covered this. I hope totally you all could follow Kate. along because we were all over the place, but it was fun. Yeah, this was definitely, it was a lot of fun. And I think that when we do these character recaps, I'm going to definitely do a lot more YouTube. I'm going to start looking at that. Yeah. Cause Wikipedia yeah. and fandom, they give like the overview very, very well, oh, which is what it's great. supposed to be. But it helps for our conversations to see it and then be like, oh, wait, I do remember yeah. this than just reading the words. Well, and it was difficult because if I had only gone off of one, I would have missed yeah. all this other stuff. Because here's the thing, like on YouTube, I'm watching this and I'm like, but why is it not here? And then I look over at the other one. I go, oh, there you are there. So okay. maybe we just need to make our own blog and streamline all of them there and be like, know. here. Okay. So join us on Monday as we do a recap of this week's shows, Mm -hmm. which I have not even started yet. No, me neither. Okay, awesome. So we don't know what's going on. So have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.